Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The following is paid commercial programming. The views and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi, and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. (laughs) Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, the fan. All aboard! Ha, ha, ha! You're on a crazy train with the cutting edge outdoors. No, that's the Midwestern Midwestern Shooters Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. I almost got that one straight. Hey, you, you almost had it there. Yeah. Okay. Almost had it. With Tom... Dan, John, and Greg. Greg, and <laughs> special and special guest. <laughs> there's nobody. Oh, there's nobody on the couch. Nobody over there. Okay, but <laughs> that means we got no guests. No yeah. guest speaker today. Yeah, hey, and Greg, Bushy needs some headsets. So, <laughs> not right now. But well, eventually I can hear you guys just fine. Yeah, somebody might give us a call at seven nine nine twelve fifty. That's four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. Well, it looks like my picture's gonna go up over there at uh, CasaGrandeHair.com dot com at that salon. Congratulations! Looks like, looks like my picture's gonna go up. She says, "Okay, send me one." <laughs> I had to ask her ask her though if she was gonna provide the frame. Now, are you wearing a hat in the picture? No, I'm gonna pick one that I don't have a hat on. What, like when you were twenty? Wow. No, actually, uh, I had one with me holding a nice pike without a hat. And then uh, Monday, I had my son Andy take a picture of me without my hat on, uh, with a with a bass or two. I think it was a couple of bass. Uh, I, should You're I tell going you about, all out for this picture hey, here. Should I tell you about that? You know, Nor- he's yeah, gotta be getting hey, something like for free. No, I'm not. He's like joining a dating no. website or something. No. He wants some good pictures no. taken of himself. No, see, normally I, I, I don't. You know, I don't care if there's a picture of me with a fish. You know, I well, mean, unless it was a really, really big fish. All right. So when's your picture I mean, at the Quick Change Oil Place go up? <laughs> you be putting your picture everywhere no, you go now. No, 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 no. They're not going to do that. Oh, no, yeah. uh, but on Monday, I got to tell you, this past Monday, my son Andy went out to, it was either Lake X, Y, or Z, one of those. Now, you know, I've always professed the fact that you shouldn't sit there and wait for the fish to come to you. You have to go to the fish. You got to look for them, right? Kind of like chicks. Yeah. You got to go, you got to keep moving around, you know, bobbing and weaving. Right. So we go to spot number one. Nothing. Not a thing. Go to spot number two. 
I get I catch two legal bass on a jig and craw, and then nothing. <laughs> Go to spot number three, nothing. <laughs> now, mind you, we're only on the lake for like three and a half hours, so I'm trying to hit these spots. Go to spot number four, the mother load. <laughs> I'm t- guys, it was awesome. And all these bass were, I mean, no monsters, but they were all between 15 and 17 inches. They were all big, healthy, fat bass. And just one, and my son, he was getting a little frustrated because, you know, we got into this spot and I caught like two or three. And I said, Andy, put on this chompers salty sinker, you know, wacky style. I said, put one of these on. And he says, all right. So I took off the spinner bait that was on his rod and tied him up a rig. First cast, he throws out there. He goes, oh, I got one. <laughs> you know, and he starts going crazy. And he was smiling. And But then after after we caught a bunch of fish there, we, we must have caught 20 bass that day, you know, that morning. We were, like I said, maybe three and a half hours. We went, I said, let's try to find some smallies. So we go to a smart spot that, you know, I used to catch smallies at. And there was nothing there. <laughs> so, but, you know, if, so basically what I'm getting at is that if you search long enough, if you fish, like John likes to tease me. Seek sh- and ye shall find. Yeah, shallow, deep. Ask and, and it shall be given yeah. unto you. John likes to tease me about the shallow, deep, somewhere in between. Well, that's true, though. They are somewhere. You just got to spend the time looking for them. And hopefully you pick the right area with the right lure, the right retrieve, the right color, and all that other stuff. But eventually, if you move around enough, eventually you're going to find fish, you know, eventually. So you you hope. Well, (laughs) I, too, was... I'm knowledgeable too. in the ways of yeah. the wacky, Tom. Oh, yes, you are. Oh, you t- oh whackmeister. You <laughs> bushwhacker. You taught me. You taught me uh, you're years at me. ago. I didn't teach you. I'm not talking to you. Uh, <laughs> Don't look I, at me. Uh, I'm looking out the window. There's you, there's you, a girl in a bikini out there. Turn around, John. You, just check it out. That'll distract him for a while. Reminds me, um, of, reminds you of Robert De Niro. <laughs> reminds you of Mar- Robert. Uh, what's De Niro's first name? Uh, Robert. Yeah, Robert De Niro in the Taxi Driver. <laughs> you looking at me? <laughs> Don't be looking at me, Johnson. <laughs> so you taught me in the ways yeah. of the wacky. Uh, however, now I have, I have geared up like a, a Smalley style, Sturgeon Bay Smalley style, yeah. where I spooled up with some. A 30-pound Invisibraid spider wire stealth that's got 8-pound diameter, and I tie it on a fluorocarbon leader. And uh, I got got my deluxe Fenwick rod really sensitive. So I went out by the—I I, really—I did like you, Tom. I searched five different area, five yeah. different sides of one pier. That was my— <laughs> Well, that's searching. actually good. Okay, I'm out there right in front of my place. And, well, they're not on this side, so like my buddy Tom taught me, you got to go to... So I went to the other side of the pier, and I'm casting all over, and I caught a couple largemouth. It was yeah. cool. You'd feel yeah. a tick sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes you see the line just go yeah. shooting to the side, yeah. you know. Yeah. And they, they really wolf those wackies down when they, they sw- take they it They try sometimes. to eat them. They try yeah. to eat them. I had a hard time getting the hook out. But what do you think they're out there for? They are. They're out there to eat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's- Big surprise. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, thanks for adding, John. So anyway, I cast out to the end of the pier, and I ho- finally hook in. I want to catch one of those legendary Pewaukee five- or six-pounders. And uh, all of a sudden, I hook into it. And I set the hook, and I got uh, one of Matt, the uh, paddleboard guys, right next oh. to me watching. I said, oh, I got him now. Thing comes leaping out of the water. 
It's a nice muskie. Oh, no. Yeah. Really? And he, and he, he shook off, man. He comes leaping out of the water. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. And the wacky goes flying. Oh. Uh, and, I, and I yelled, shoot. Yeah, shoot. I yelled, shoot, <laughs> at the top of my lungs. Doggone it. So even the wacky, you must have caught muskies on wacky rigging before. You, I'm I've been, sure. I've been bit off. <laughs> bit off. Well, he, you know, you have them on for a little bit, and then all of a sudden, tick. Well, maybe I would have been bit off if I had a, a regular mono leader because I had that floral carbon, yeah. and there was a little, little bit of abrasion yeah. just above the hook where I had to cut and retie. Yeah. Well, it, sometimes you know if you get them just right, you know, just right, yeah. yeah that's but if they nice. suck that baby in, oh, then it's. Yeah. But sometimes people get lucky and they hook them right in the corner of yeah, the mouth. Yeah, you know, you mentioned about docks, and, and that's an, Greg. By the way, do you know what what we're talking about when we talk about these wacky worms, wacky style? More importantly, do you even care? Well, <laughs> do you? Do you <laughs> I, I just heard I, you guys were talking about something wacky. I thought you were talking about wacky tobacco. But... <laughs> well, that's because you're a fisherman, right? <laughs> I do yeah, fish. You, you do I don't. Fish. I don't fish often, no. and I don't. I do fish. Yeah, I don't fish often enough to to be called have... a fisherman. Correct. Yeah. Right. Correct. So yeah, in other words, you fishes, don't know what wacky style is, right? No. You got to like do no. it. Okay. Other than once. Yeah. For off a pier. For the audience's sake, I'm telling them what I'm showing Greg. <laughs> uh, a wacky worm is basically looks like this ballpoint pen, okay? It, it's about five inches long, maybe five and a half. Worm, not a pen, though. Yeah, but it's a plastic worm. And you hook it right through the middle with the, with a hook with a short shank and a white wide gap, all right? Right through the middle. Don't worry about the fish seeing the hook because fish don't know what a hook is. So you don't have to worry about that. Hook it right through the middle. Cast it out as far as you can. Let it sink down, you know, maybe about five seconds, and just give it a little twitch. And then reel in the slack, let it sink, give it a little twitch, maybe a double twitch, whatever you like. You really can't screw it up. You will catch more bass on that than you ever thought. And it is such a simple, simple way to do it. And there's a lot of different, you know, wacky-style worms out there by many manufacturers. Uh, the, the first, the big one... Year, you know, for many years has been Senko by Yamamoto. And then uh, Chompers came out with their Salty Sinker, which has got garlic in it. Kalins has got the Wacko Worm, you know. Uh, Yum has got the Yum Dinger. You know, there's a whole bunch of them out there. And they all, they're all going to catch fish. Names are. I know they're weird. I know. But they're all going to catch fish. But if you try that, Greg, anywhere from, let's say, three to eight feet of water, no weight on the line, just that hook, you know, you're going to catch fish. Greg's, if there's bass in here. Greg's area. rushing out to pick up some yum dingers <laughs> as soon dingers. as the show's over. <laughs> I've been using the garlic chompers, yeah, salty the garlic, sinkers. Yeah. And when uh, John and Louie closed Smokies last year, yeah. they had a bin of them. They were selling them a buck a pack. Yeah, and I know. I wanted to get out there. You when didn't I went, get out there. When I did get out there, they were all gone. Well, that's because a certain guy I know might have grabbed a couple <laughs> dozen right? of them. <laughs> I got more whack. Yep, I actually, uh, I took a uh, buddy of mine, Jake, owns Carly's Bar, Pub and Grill. I bumped into him the other day, and he was with his son, Brody. And I said, why don't you guys come by later? We'll grill out, fish off the pier. So we uh, grilled out, and... Uh, I was showing Brody how to wacky rig, yeah, okay. and he enjoyed watching me. So then, when he left that night, I gave him a wacky hook, yeah, and I gave him a pack of garlic the oh, chompers. I yeah. said, "Here you go, oh. practice." He saw me catch one or two. I yeah. said, "You'll get a feel for you it, feel for and it. you'll enjoy it." 
Yeah, it's and the and, finesse fishing. And over at Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle Shop, we have the the chompers and we have the senkos. We got them both. How and about all, the yum dingers. No, we don't have any yum dingers. Oh, yum dingers. <laughs> but you know, you were mentioned about boat docks. You know, real hum dinger. Yeah. You were fishing boat docks. You know, in the summertime, those are great places to find largemouth bass, and people really have to learn how to skip under the boat docks. You know, you gotta. You got to skip that bait underneath there. Get as far back underneath that boat dock as possible. But the thing is, is when you fish a boat dock, you know, you come up on one side of it. Some guys, you know, just skip around it, you know, fish the outside edge right. and nothing. And then they just keep on going. You you got to hit one side of the dock, the front of the dock, then the back side of the dock. If it's yep. an L-shaped dock, you got to hit all those different areas. Don't just stop at one. I remember one time at a bass tournament, I skipped under. Oh, I I tried to skip under a dock and I hit the front of the dock and it fell down. Now, under the dock is in shade, but out where my worm was, it was sunlight. And I saw that bass come out. He came right to the edge of where the shade was, and my my bait's only like maybe a foot foot and a half away. He would not come out for it until I got it under the dock. Then he took it, but he would not come out to grab it. It was really weird, you know. So. You got to get under those dots. Uh, well, yeah. I've been pitching under the pontoon boat. Yeah. Oh, that too. right on the edge. Yeah. Everything where there's shade that Any, they can get. Yeah. Even on Pewaukee, here's a tip: the if you get those uh, mats of floating uh, milfoil, look, yeah. cut cut up weeds, right? They'll wash up to to the shore mm-hmm. and create like a, a natural mm-hmm. shade Arbor. cover. They'll hang under those too. Yeah. You know what's good for using like in a that portable bog? Uh, a heavier a heavier flipping jig with a with like a craw tail. Go right through it. Go right through it. Yeah. If it, you you probably need at least three eighths to a half ounce, sometimes even three quarters ounce, but three eighths to a half ounce, you pitch it out there and it'll actually go right through those mats down to where uh, the fish are hanging out. And because that's usually pretty shallow. The wacky water. doesn't even penetrate just no, sits on top and No. Not unless you put a heavy uh, bullet sinker on it or something well, to I get it through there. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, I've been trying to pitch to the edges, yeah. but what you say is true, Tom, cuz mm-hmm. I'd make a cast. I'd make 10 casts, and if I couldn't quite reach right yeah. under where I wanted to, mm-hmm. It wouldn't work, but when I'd finally put the cast right, right where there, you wanted it, yep. bang, you'd get them. Yep. They'd come out and grab it. Yeah, that's true. Well, Greg is telling us we got to take a break. 799-1250 is the phone number. You want to get in touch with us. Don't forget today at, uh, oh, you got a special guest coming in on, we got a special guest, June, uh, excuse me, July 8th. 9th, I think. 9th? So it's a Saturday. Yeah. 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 Our buddy Dan, Ron Johnson. Ron Johnson. Yeah, Bait not mate. the senator. Yeah. Not the senator. Bait mate, fish attractant, my old roommate and fishing buddy. Yeah. He was just on Gillespie catching three-pound bluegills yeah, down there monster in Arizona. Yeah, but yeah, he's going to be in in on July eighth or ninth, whatever, whenever that Saturday. That Saturday. Is. That's be Saturday. In, <laughs> then he and I are going fishing. All right, we'll be right back with more of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors with John Lehman, Dan Bush, and me, Tommy the True Newbauer, and of course the Gregster sitting on the boards. We'll be right back. lets their music play a lot, Danny, is on the big show. Yeah. And and if it's good music, I don't mind. But when it's something really crappy, 
Oh, that's annoying. Well, my music's <laughs> always good music, El Guapo. 99% of it, yeah. To the Bank Mate <laughs> Fish Attractant Studios. Hey, uh, guess what? Oh, oh, okay, let me guess. What? Okay. <laughs> see this right here in my hand? These are some leftover. Oh, let me see. Yeah. Beef jerky outlet. Oh, yeah, $10. yeah, 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 yeah. Got it. 799-1250. Yeah. Yeah. First person that calls, I'll send him one of these uh, $10 beef jerky outlet carts. Oh, right here. Hey. Yeah, seven nine nine twelve fifty. I'm swearing to get so on the first line. one that calls, Greg, you can uh, take down their name and address. I'll mail them this. They can go up to that beef jerky outlet and uh, get some unbelievable jerky. It's right by the Cabela's in Plainfield. So if anybody's up and Adam here. All right. All right. We, we, oh, we got people we, calling. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Free stuff. Everybody yeah, knows. free stuff. Why not? Free. Your Every... middle name is Free. Yeah. Tom Free Newbauer. Yeah. Now, now, what are you on the phone? Tom, are you trying to call? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Hey, wait a minute. That's me. I'm calling. What do you mean you already got a winner? I'm on my cell phone. I'm looking at two you. I'm looking at you two Never idiots mind. sitting five feet apart. Never mind. Talking to each other I, on the I phone. Went, John saw me dialing my cell phone. Oh my god. <laughs> he must have unlimited calls in minutes, yeah. otherwise he wouldn't have done it, John. No. Oh, okay. You didn't have to pay for the, yeah. pay for that. Yeah. Who do you got on the line there? I don't know. You don't know? Well, put him on. We'll put another person on the line. Well, maybe he doesn't want to be on the. Well, hey, good morning. You're on the cutting edge outdoors. Do you want to be on the air? No. Yeah, sure. Sure. Okay. He just wants a certificate, Tom. What? Do, what do you? Okay. You just want your beef jerky certificate, right? Unless oh, you that's got. Fine. Yeah, that's good. Unless yeah? you got a fishing report. For me. Were you out fishing this week? No, not yet. I'm going tomorrow. Oh, you are. Where are you going to? Uh, I'm not sure yet. Oh, okay. I like, I like go up to Green Bay, but we'll see. All right. Well, listen. Hold on. Greg is going to get your name and address off the air, and Bushy's going to send you out this uh, ten dollars certificate. Okay. Thank you. Sure, you're welcome. Yeah, and it's yeah, not, quite a talkative fella. It's, it's not. <laughs> well, you called to get a certificate, and all of a sudden you're, yeah, you're you just got him. up and you're make, like I'm he wants to talk. Him. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like he's in a, a, a room for the police officers. Keep sending in different With the K, people. KGB. Yeah. Jeez. That's <laughs> it. You going fishing? Where? Where do you go fishing? <laughs> well, he's heading up to Green Bay. Uh, uh, he might. Reports, he might. <laughs> reports are that they were doing pretty good on walleyes, and then the uh, temperature fluctuations of the water up there. This is based on the DNR report. Yeah. Kind of messed things up, and they're catching like you know forty, fifty drum a day. Oh, so that would suck. Have yeah. you ever eaten drum? Can you even eat them? Yes. Uh, the the sheephead, as we call them, okay. right. freshwater drum. Yes, it, as a matter of is fact, that another one of those that tastes like poor man's lobster. Nope, nope. or chicken. Nope. The, I had them smoked. Oh, and you they're, did. They're an oily did fish. Did you have them smoked and, up there? No, it was over. It was over by actually. It was by uh, by Mississippi, by the Mississippi River. There was a place that smoked catfish and. How did we get head. from Green Bay to? I don't know Mississippi. We're talking drum. But anyway, I, I, I had them smoke. smoke. And they, yeah, and smoke they were very. It doesn't matter where you catch yeah. them, John. They were very we're good. We were talking smoke. They were good. Smoked. Yeah. That's what we're talking. And, you know, one time, many years ago, I did a. Me, uh, at the beginning of the Outdoor Wisconsin TV show, Dan and I, uh, Dan Small and I, did a show up on uh, Winnebago. 
and we were catching all these damn sheephead, right? We caught a few wallies, but mainly a lot of sheephead. And so I looked at the camera and I said, hey, if you got any good recipes for sheephead, send them to, and I gave the address down there at channel 1036, right? We got a bunch of letters. That was before email time. Right. We got a bunch of letters about different recipes for making sheephead. A bunch of them. I mean, some of them were kind of comical. You know, you fillet them and then bury them in your garden, things like that. You <laughs> right, know? right, right. Jokes. But, yeah. But, no, there were recipes. Uh, basically, like, same thing with the uh, with, uh, white bass where you got to cut out that dark spot, that bloodline or whatever yep. it's called, that dark yep. area. Cut that out. But uh, a lot of people said that they were great smoke. And one time I had an opportunity up by on Alaska, uh, and I had some smoked sheephead, some smoked uh, catfish, and it was wonderful. Yeah. Well, with the white bass, I mean, everybody acts like they're swimming gold in the spring when they're going up trying to catch hundreds of them. So they're good in the summertime too. <laughs> they're good in the, and then in the summertime, what? All of a sudden, they're a, they're carp. All of a sudden, I I've never got it. I, I guess don't know. I've heard you got to put them on ice right away. I would, yeah. And, I, and that's you, what I've and done. And then you fillet them correctly. Yeah. You know, take that out, and it's the same thing as catching them in May. Yeah. Or April or March. Yeah. The way I look at it is that uh, that fish's flesh is nothing more than a muscle. And I've told you, you, know? you can go and catch all the white bass you want on Mendota. Oh, yeah, they're loaded up there. Throw a crawler harness out in a split shot or two, la- launch a long cast and troll. You will catch all the white bass you want, and big ones, too. Yeah, the decent ones, yeah. Real decent ones. I've yeah. got them like 15 inches, yeah. all kinds of them, and, and uh, 12, 15 inches. And we just let them go, and I'm thinking, man, everybody's supposed to like to catch these in the yeah. spring. Hey, speaking of white bass, I, I'm going to give away some free mini mites, a five-pack of mini mites, all right? Five-pack of cubby mini mites. But we need a caller at 414-799-1250. I'm going to ask you a one question, one easy question, all right, about white bass. 799-1250. You get it right, I'm going to send you this pack. A five-pack of Cubby's Mini Mites, and it's not that hard. And as a matter of fact, you, you, Bushy, and John, you can help the caller. Uh, All right? You can help the caller. It'll it'll be like, what's that show, Millionaire? You, you mean two, we can you give two will be, stuff? Yeah, you two will be the plus one of the caller. The caller can use your brains as well as his or her own. I, All right? She said I lost is that. that, is, that <laughs> is that a deal or what? Yeah. All right. Put Fred where's, on the line. Where's Fred, though? <clears throat> John Fred's help coming him. up. Hey, good morning, Fred. How are you this morning? Good, fellas. How are you? All right. Now, you can use John and uh, Dan to nope, help you, you on John. this question. John, John's the man helping. <laughs> are you ready you for the question? Fired up. All right. The state record white bass was, was caught out of what? Waukesha County Lake. Now, now, you can get help from Dan and John. No, he can't. I yeah, have no yeah. idea where. Yeah. <laughs> what, no. what, are we supposed to start naming 100, 100 lakes? Oh, one lake. What do you think? Lower Nemobin. Now, John's thinking Lower Nemobin. LaBelle. John, uh, Bushy's thinking LaBelle. What are you thinking, Fred? We get more than one guess, too, right? No. You get, one, you get one guess. What are you making your own rules oh. over there, John? <laughs> Yeah. No, you don't get more than one guess. Yeah, kind of. All right, I'm gonna try. Uh, I'm gonna try Labelle. Oh, you're gonna go with Bushy? Oh boy. Yeah. 
Okay, well, you're plus you one. Up. But then you double up. So it, you may as well take another leg. <laughs> your, your plus one didn't help, Fred. Oh. It was Okachi Lake. Sorry, Fred. It was out oh, of Okachi. Okachi. Yeah, it was out of Okachi. State record white bass right out of one of our area lakes. Sorry, Fred. When did that happen? 1971 or three well, right or away. eight going or back something. Before I don't most, know. It's a long time most ago. Most people weren't even well, born. listeners who are out for white bass, now they know where to go, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. well, I don't, I don't know if they're still. Go to Mendota. That's f- where you'll get a Fred, bunch of them. Keep listening. I'm going to find out for you guys right away. All right. Thanks yep. for okay. calling, though, Fred. Yeah. Appreciate yes. it. Hang on the line. Fred. Uh, you want Fred see to hang on? No. Yeah. No. I on. said thank he you. He didn't win. Here. Oh. Okay. Huh? It was 1977, and it was four pounds six ounces. Woo! That's a big white bass. Four pounds six ounces. That's a big white bass. Mm-hmm. That's a huge white bass. Yeah, 1977. It was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and none of them have none. None have come close since on our area lakes. Hmm. So anyway, kind of interesting hmm. there. Uh, you were talking about uh, the bass, where you have to fish a bunch of spots to yeah. finally find them. Yeah, kind of the same way with musky fishing. I, yeah. I always say, oh, definitely. I, <laughs> I always say, like Vince Lombardi, I I never don't catch a fish. I just run out of time yeah, and places. <laughs> run out, out of time, time and I don't because I always got more places and more things I could go do and yeah. try. And right now on Pewaukee, I would say the fish are shallow, deep, and everywhere in between. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I lost the one on the wacky in shallow water. I've moved some fish in shallow water, and then we lost one in deep water. Um, and then we caught one trolling in deep water. Mm-hmm. Get this. We're, we casted for hours, and we had two hits, one on a bulldog. And you know with a bulldog, with those plastics, if, if you don't react right away and get a hook set, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like a bucktail where they self-impale themselves. Mm-hmm. So we missed the hit on that. Um, finally, I decided to uh, try a little bit of uh, trolling. So we troll shallow and loop around half of the lake and then i thought you know what i want to get back it, it was too windy and cold on the one end of the lake we were on i thought i'm going to cut right across the middle and go to the other side and troll out of the wind where it's at mm-hmm. least relaxing anyway and we're in the middle of nowhere i think i was probably in about 48 feet of water and we got a fish all really? of a sudden, the, lines, <laughs> all of a sudden <laughs> the line starts ripping i'm like What's that sound? What the heck? We got a fish. Yeah. So we did catch one. But, you know, it was interesting, Tom. This muskie had two big scars on it. Mm-hmm. Now, if you go back behind the head, behind the gill plate, to what might be called the shoulders of okay. the fish. yeah. Right on the side, on the shoulders, up near the top, there's like a, a one and a half inch diameter circular piece of skin that looked like it had been cut out it was all just flesh it was all red kind of like what a lamprey would do yeah and it was on both sides and it was symmetrical and i thought well is that the vhs type scarring and apparently when i was trying to land the fish one of the guys with said that on the one side there had been a flap of skin there and it came off during the battle Mm -hmm. the other flap was off as well and uh, I took a picture of it. I was going to send it to uh, Ben, our mm-hmm. DNR biologist, mm-hmm. and say, what's this? But all I can think of is being as it was so symmetrical, I'm thinking that maybe someone tried netting this fish. And you, and you know how a fish sometimes 
like power dives and gets halfway sure. through a net, especially like maybe an old cheap one yeah, with the old yeah. nylon, you know, that tears yeah. the fish up. Yeah. And maybe it got stuck and got tore tore up and someone had to tear it out of a net oh. that way and it I don't know, it was weird. You know, you know what I think it was? Strange. <clears throat> Aliens. Well, <laughs> Not as strange as the walleye with the cheeks cut out that we caught up in Door County. That was really sick. That's weird. That was bad. Someone had caught like a, it was about a 26, 27 inch. They someone, cut the cheeks out? Someone had neatly cut the cheeks out and let it go. Now that's that's not cool. That's sick. Yeah. Well, catch and release. Yeah. Well, we'll be, we'll be right back. We got to go to a break. When we return, we will be uh, doing the gut report. And then after the 6.45 break, we will be doing the Hornschwaggle. 7 o'clock, we got a fishing report coming from Brian Sedley. He was filming with John Gillespie this week. All right, so folks, you stay tuned for all that exciting stuff and more on the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors presented by Coleman Insect Repellents here on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Come here, I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly! The Gut Report is brought to you by V Marchese and Discount Liquor. Hey, you want to spice up your life a little bit there, Greg? <laughs> okay. Here's a couple of things you can add to make, you know, certain dishes taste better. One of them is called tahini. It's a sesame paste. It's savory and creamy. It's good in sauces and dressings. It's got kind of a nutty flavor, you know, with that sesame stuff. It's used a lot in oriental dishes, but you can use it on a number of things. You add a little tahini, and it'll give your food a a different flavor, you know, that your family or friends have never tried before. Another one is sumac. Now, we've heard that word before, sumac, but sumac gives it a kind of a tangy and lemony spice made from ground-up berries of the sumac bush. It's really good on deviled eggs, but you can use it on a number of things if you're looking for something a little tangy and lemony. Sumac, tahini, and there are many others, too, that you can use to spice up your foods, to give them exotic flavors that, like I said, friends and family have never tried before. The Gut Report was brought to you by V. Marchese Produce. When quality counts, you can count on V. Marchese Produce. Insist on the best. You can visit them at vmarchese.com and by Discount Liquor, where you'll find the best price, selection, and service at 51st and Oklahoma in Milwaukee and Main Street in Barstow in Waukesha. For weekly specials, go to discountliquorinc.com. Come here, I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. You got a caller on the line there, Greg? We do. We have Al from Oconomowoc. Okay. Good morning, Al from Oconomowoc. Good morning, gentlemen. How are we? Oh, it's today? Al Shook. You you got to tell our producer it's <laughs> Al Shook, the oh, fa- well, the I one the come. one and only. I can't I can't try and enter the show incognito, huh? No, nope. not no. incognito. No, your voice is too well known. <laughs> well, what's the good word today, gentlemen? I don't know. You called us. Well, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I uh, I did a little bit of fishing this week. I was out on Okachi on Monday, and being the rookie that I am, I yanked the lure out of a probably about a four-foot muskie. Oh right, no! Right by the launch. Well, yeah, I'm a genius. I'll admit it. Okay. Well, we've and, all. Uh, I think we've all done that, Al. Yeah, just before Not I was going to start the figure eights, all of a sudden, <laughs> you know, this big gaping mouth was coming at it, and it startled me. So. <laughs> 
Wow. That was the only chance I had at it. It was a big spinner bait that I got from from you guys last week, as a matter of fact. Oh, yeah? And uh, Right by the launch, you said? Yep. That, as soon as you come off, what I did, uh, <laughs> the other side of fooleries yep. by the bridge, they were weed cutting all day Monday. Yep. So I just stayed in that bay by the launch and went counterclockwise around the shore. Yep. <laughs> and as I came back close to the launch by that little island yep. that, you know, that they're probably going to put a house on, uh, cast a few times along the drop-off edge there, and on the third cast, I was reeling it in, and it was by the back of the boat. I was just getting ready to do a figure eight, and all of a sudden, uh, I, I don't know where this fish was because there's no weeds, there's no structure for it to hide. It was just laying there. I never saw it until it started moving. Hmm. Wow. You know, something like that kind of happened to me on Monday. I was, you know, we were going along casting, and I looked in front of the boat, and here was about a, you know, 45-incher, give or take an inch or two, whatever. And yeah. it was a, it, we were in like about 15, 16 feet of water, but it was only about two feet under the surface. It was just yeah. just there, you know? I mean, yeah. so anyway. Yeah, and I was surprised, but. Mm. Oh, well. And Dan, I'll have to get a hold of you uh, after the show. They changed our location for Tuesday morning. Okay. So whether whether you'll be able to come along, it's a little further down the down the line. They want us to start down around Elkhorn. Okay. So. That's near what? Is that by Fond du Lac or something? No, that's no, Whitewater. No, no. Elkhorn is south, south of here. South. Southwest. Yeah, that's no problem. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. good. I'll give you a call after the show. Mm-hmm. All right. But, uh, yeah, and then I was out uh, yesterday doing a little bass fishing on Pewaukee Lake. And eh, did fair, you know. It was a beautiful day. Hard to complain. Yeah, today the Lunkers Unlimited Bass Tournament's going right. on, so I will get a pulse for what's going on out there when I get to watch the weigh-in when these guys come in with the big bass. It's always kind of fun. Oh yeah. When is when is the weigh-in today? Uh, normally it's around three. I'm thinking. Yeah, but I think theirs was yesterday. Yeah. No, they were launching oh. this morning in the parking yeah, lot. It's today. I is talked it, to them. As a matter of fact, the weigh-in way is going to be uh, over by the, the city launch where the old Smokies used to be. Oh, okay. Yeah, right downtown yeah, then. Where, yeah, right downtown. Right where I live. Yeah, right, yeah, right, right across the you parking did, right lot. Right where you did the flying yoga, <laughs> Alan Paddleboard and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So if you okay, swing by the there, part. you'll... And normally it's around... They start early and they wrap it up, so... I want to say two, three, two, o'clock. three, three o'clock. But, I think uh, about three. Yeah, three okay. o'clock, and it's usually done all. And they the got way. the plastic bags with the big yeah. bass in there. Yeah. It's pretty cool. You look and you, it's fun to try and guess. Think, oh, that one's four and a half. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. one's five. I think. <laughs> I'm gonna have to try and get down there for that. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, I'm gonna be doing a little trap shooting this morning, so I should be done by then. Yeah. Alrighty. It doesn't take long to miss 50 birds. So. No, no. <laughs> Go through 50 shells. Yeah, yeah it happens in a hurry. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Al. Well, thank you for calling. we well, got to run to a break, all right? Talk to you later, buddy. All right, day. you too, Al. Bye now. Thanks, Al. Yeah. Yep. And right now, we need a contestant for the horn schwaggle at 414-799-1250. Now, I have a list of people who have won in the last month and a half. So, you know, give somebody else a chance to win some wonderful products from uh, Baitmate Fish Attractants and Coleman Insect Repellents. When we come back, Danny will ask our contestant three questions 
about the out of doors. Get two out of the three correct, and you will win a wonderful prize package. 799-1250 is the phone number. Give us a call now. We'll be right back with more of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Welcome back to the... Whoa, we got John going over here. <laughs> no bait. way! Way! Welcome back to the Bait Mate Fish Attracting Studios. Up next, we have the Hornswoggle, Mr. Douglas. I have a tractor to sell you. Got a real good deal, too. Come here, Arnold. Okay. Uh, who, do we, who do we got on the line? Who do, who we have do? Larry from Belgium. Okay, Larry from Belgium. You know how the Hornswoggle works? I do. Okay, here we go. Today's topic is survival. John's lost in the wilderness. And, and I was, that's I was not, lost last night. He can get nice. lost in his backyard. So lost in the wilderness here. Okay, this. so these are some survival tips or non-tips. Okay. <laughs> a magnesium bar, also known as a metal match, uh, can sometimes help you light a fire even when wet. Hornschwaggle or no hornschwaggle? No okay. That's one. Give him the ding, ding, ding. Oh, come on. Come Great. on. Ding. Okay, that's better. <laughs> All right. The international signal for d- distress is three columns of smoke. Hornswoggle, no hornswoggle. No Hornswoggle. No Hornswoggle. He's a winner. All right. All right. Congratulations. Okay, we'll put you on hold. Good job. I knew, I knew it was Larry, three. if I get lost in the woods, I want you with me, my friend. I'll be there, buddy. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Larry. You know, I always thought it was, oh, and by the way, he will receive a wonderful prize package Bait from Bait Mate, fish attractants, Coleman insect repellents. Yeah. They got all kinds of cool repellents with DEET, yeah. without DEET. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, the garlic dip stuff, which mm-hmm. you stole from me. And <laughs> then the garlic spray, <laughs> which I've been using. Yeah. And okay. uh, like Ron Johnson, who's coming into our studio, I was talking with, with him. He says, at the very least, he believes sense work, but one thing, good point he made is they help eliminate human order. Well, that's the ma- That's why they first came out. Okay. The original scent was like, uh, oh, I can't think of it right now. There was grape and blueberry and some other stuff. Like a fish is going to want to eat a grape. Yeah, it's cu- right. It, it, a frog that smells like grape. Right. It, it was, or anise. Anise was the. Anise. Oh, that was yeah. the very first scent. Well, that's scent. such that a powerful the, scent. Yeah. That it, and it was like, you know, at back then, and that we're talking a long time ago, I, it's like, no, I don't believe that they're going after it because it smells like that. It has to be to remove any kind of foul odors like human scent or maybe gasoline or something. You know, we have a lot of weird stuff right. on our hands that in right. the boat you're touching a lot of different things. So just to get rid of all those weird odors, you know, maybe that that's what I kind of figured. I figured it never would hurt. Well, you, know? you believe in that garlic, though, because of the molting crayfish yeah, story that you told. They fish do like garlic. I mean, well, I know bass and panfish do for sure. I don't know about the other ones. Well, I was <laughs> there was something. Uh, well, that wo- musky that you had on the the garlic worm must evidently have liked he liked the chomper guess, salty sinker garlic in watermelon pattern or green. Maybe it was green. I had. Um, yeah, there was something uh, that was in one of the magazines that ranked fish by their. What do you call it? Old folk, whatever. Their olfactory, ability to smell. Yeah. 
Bass was up there. I think trout and salmon. Oh yeah, were up there. Oh sure. Yeah, I think they were higher than the bass. Yeah. And the ones that were lower were like the muskies and stuff like that. Now they all do to a degree. I know they say pike, yeah. dead bait and stuff, but I think they're more sight sight feeders than anything. I think that. Well, they all can smell. You know, they right. all can smell. Well, here, wait a minute. I got another question for our audience. To win a five-pack of Do Cubby Lures. Do we still lures. have a gentleman hanging on the line? No. Oh. I, okay, 799-1250. I'm going to ask you one simple question about fish, and you can win a, a, a five-pack of Cubby Mini Mites. Bushy just, it just dinged in my head when he was talking Glad about it. Dinged. it dinged. Dinged. 799-1250. Call right now, and you can win this. It's an easy question. Trust me. It's better it's than easy. the last one. Well, that, okay, that might have been a little tough. This one is easier. Trust me. 414-799-1250. Fred got so we'll, screwed with oh, a tough okay, question. Okay, we got a caller. Here, I'll ask this person the question, and we'll see. And now they can't get any help from you guys because you guys will what? know this. <laughs> no, no help from you guys. Why? Because you guys will know this. Well, maybe not you, John. Okay, who do we got? Well, we have Tim. All right. Good morning, <laughs> Tim. Morning. Hey, you ready to win those mini mites? I'm ready to win those mini mites. All right. This is a two-part question, okay? Oh, right away he's getting caught. How many senses does a fish have? Sounds like he's sucking okay, think How many that. senses does a fish have? Three. Three? Well, first of all, you're way off there, Tim. All right, I'm sorry. No, no that's all right. Don't apologize. <laughs> Don't apologize. Chance, now, I'm going to give you another chance. Okay. A bass has actually, or any fish, has six senses. Six senses. Six. Now, un like us humans, they have the five sentence senses, senses, but there's one extra one they have. Here's your second shot at it. Do you know what that sixth sense is? Hint, vibrations. What do you think, the Tim? Six sense. The one that we don't have. Okay. No? So you got sight, you got smell. Yep. Hearing. You got hearing. Yeah. Um, touch. You can sense yeah. waves. Touch. Okay. Waves. Okay. Wave frequencies. Okay. Frequencies. Yeah. Be a little bit more specific. Oh, come on. All right. <laughs> All right. He's All right. right. I'll Dan. give you this. Okay, I'll, I'll give you. I'll give it to you. They got the lateral line. They got the lateral yeah, line, right. which right. which senses water displacement. I suppose okay. they can sense waves. I suppose they can sense the vibration other, of vibrations and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I'm close enough. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, thank you, Tim, for agreeing. <laughs> you, you hear that, Bushy? Tim agrees. That he's close enough? That he's close enough. All right. Yeah. Okay, go. Tim, we're going to put you on hold. Greg and will uh, get the information. And, hey, well, wait. Wait, no, what? I just caught my first rainbow yeah. in Lake Michigan here this morning. Hey, oh, cool. Awesome. I caught a 12-pounder. Hey, awesome. And it attacked the boat. What? It was the strangest fish I've ever caught. It just kept coming and coming towards the boat. I couldn't reel fast enough. Well, sometimes they'll do that. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah I've. Uh, they say that sometimes the fish, to well, smallies will often charge. Soon as we, yeah. they we were setting a hook on them up in Sturgeon Bay, and all of a sudden they'd rush the boat. Yeah, you had to wind like crazy to keep tight yeah. on them. They're not attacking I, you; they're just swimming ahead. I, I mean, a... I thought it was jaws, and I thought, you know, what's with the fish? <laughs> I thought it was jaws. Some say that maybe they're trying to. Uh, <laughs> 
they obviously they don't feel the pressure that way if they right. come that way. Right, and they're they just go, shaking their head and swimming, trying to dislodge it. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Hey, where? Uh, how deep of water are you fishing in? About sixty feet. Well, I mean, we got six rods up, so we're we're uh, catching all the depths. But uh, this one was on a spoon at about sixty feet. Okay. And, and how how deep are you total out there? Oh, we're at, uh, let me see here, 120 right now. Okay, because that's what I, I've been, the DNR report pretty much said that guys have been out there in that 100, 120-foot range and catching uh, catching some cohos and some rainbows in the upper yeah. water column. Right. And that rainbow's going to eat good. Oh, that's a nice fish. Yeah, yeah it was a great fish. It's a dandy. Um, we're off the uh, FBI building here um, between the Oak oh. Power Plant and uh, downtown. A lot, yeah. lot of boats out today? Um, half dozen that I can see. That's not bad. It's a nice day, too. I'm guessing the oh, waves are decent. Day. We need a little more wind, though. The flies are kind of... Oh, oh yeah, too. I know. Oh, they can be terrible. And I don't think there's any repellent that keeps those from landing no, all over I, no, you. No, I think the Coleman will, if you spray it on you, they, they won't come on you. Well, we're not talking the biting flies. We're talking the ones that, like... Uh, no, they're just... They're just—it's uh, like the, almost like the may, it's like the may fight. Oh, type okay. where they just, just you breathe them in, they're yeah. in your nose. Yeah, okay. All right, okay. You hang on, okay, and we're right gonna on. get your name and address, uh, and uh, Greg will be right with you. Thanks for calling, Tim. Okay, bye now. Okay, Greg okay, will get bye, that Tim. quick because he's got to do an update, right? Okay, Tim's gonna do an update first, it's so just Greg. hang on. Greg's gonna do an. Oh, update. Greg, I'm sorry. Greg's gonna do an update, so hang on, Tim. And we're going to be back with more of the second hour. The second hour is coming up here on the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors on WSSP. Uh, that's uh, 1250 AM and 105.7 FM, The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.